Hello. Hello. Oh, isn't this nice? It's lovely. Yeah. It's love joy. Oh, it's oh. an extra mini podcast, just just from me and Lisa. Yeah, me me being we love you. Me being Tom, if you can't tell the difference between me and the other two guys. Yeah, but obviously I'm Lisa. I'm the one that's not yeah. not the three men. Not not a blokey voice. Yeah, well, not that blokey. No. Uh, and yeah, we've been we've been given the the, uh, the mini podcast to do for ourselves. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because we complain every time that uh, Andy and Martin just take it over yeah, and don't know. let us get a word in. I uh, don't know. Uh, but you know, it also might be just because they can't be asked this week. So they're basically gone from rudeness to laziness. Yeah, from one vice to another. Oh well. So here we are. Yeah. Played in by Lovejoy. Yeah. This isn't Lovejoy. This isn't. Oh, but you know, we were changed. played in by Lovejoy. Ah, oh, I used to like Lovejoy. I loved Lovejoy in the early series. I loved before it got really rubbish. Through. But you know, I just loved Ian McShane really. Mm. And where is he now? Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's doing, doing quite right. well for himself, aren't they, really? Yeah. Jammy bastard. Yeah. Dilly is called Dilly because of Lovejoy. Yeah. Because I thought, as a as a lurcher, he's a tinker's dog. True. <laughs> yeah. what, what tinkers do I know? And I thought, the only tinker I know is Tinker Dill off Lovejoy. He's yeah. got to be called Dill. Just Tinker Dill and all those Irish philosophers. Exactly. Sorry, you just stole a joke from, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue there. Okay. I won't. I won't tell if you don't. No, nobody will notice. No, no, nobody will be listening. No, I mean, no one will have got this far in because Andy and Martin aren't in it. Exactly, they'll just turned off. They'll have thought that it wasn't you know, happening because not going to be anything worth listening to. No, ah, we no, never no, no. say anything. No, 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 no. no. <sighs> well, we put a question out, but obviously, no one remembers who we are because they haven't even replied to ask no. us any questions. I mean, you know, I'm duty-bound to do this recording, but as soon as I'm finished, I'm going to go straight home and top myself. Yeah. Such is my level of depression. Yeah. I'm thinking of throwing myself out the car on the motorway on the way home. Well, that'd be a good way to do it. Yeah. Well, not on the M62, because it won't be going anywhere, but... No, well, it'll be not moving, really. Yeah. Could just die of exposure up there. It's quite chilly. Yeah. Trouble is, if you top yourself, then, you know, Dylan would possibly starve, because, you know... We yeah, because Andy would forget. We all know how lazy, stroke-hungry <laughs> Andy gets. Yeah, Andy would forget. <laughs> Maybe the cat would feed him. The cat drags things home. <laughs> that would be quite good. Yeah. <laughs> the cat kept the dog in food. <laughs> Dead like, sparrows and rats. Yeah, just by dragging old buckets of KFC back to the house. Oh. Yeah. Oh, now this is a good one. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. I was only chatting to a lady just the other uh, week who was purporting this to be her favourite ever television programme. Wow. That's, yeah. that's quite a claim, but it's a good one. Oh, yeah, the yeah, words. No. I got a letter through um, uh, my door from the council the Good other week. Lord. Um, Was it typewritten on a typewriter by Jessica Fletcher? Sadly not. Oh. But it was telling me that apparently my street, or my, my general area, mm-hmm. um, is infested with rats. Nice. And it, it was a proper Aww. from... I don't, I don't think they use the, uh, you know, sort of rat-catching department <laughs> header anymore, but uh, it was whatever department deals with infestations. <laughs> uh, and it's almost sort of apologetically saying, we believe your area is quite bad. I've Sorry. never seen any rats around my area. Uh, but I, it, you know, it gave you all these little things to do, like, you know, check, check all your food cupboards and see if, uh, you know, there are any great big holes <laughs> in the back and half the stuff missing. <laughs> I've only, got, yeah. I've only got one cupboard that has food in it, and it's like about a metre and a half off the floor. You're probably quite safe there. 
any rat that had managed to get into there, I would give a little ratty award you, to. You'd, you'd happily feed them. And keep it on yeah. the grounds that it's obviously more intelligent than yeah. me. At my old house, we used to have mice. And uh, they were very determined mice. They ate their way through Tupperware boxes. Yeah. I don't really see how else you can keep food away from rodent infestation. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, anything that got into my cupboards would have to go through a good inch of chipboard. <laughs> but I dare say they could go have a go if they, were, if they were hungry enough. Yeah. Before the formaldehyde in the chipboard killed them. Obviously. But my, mice are little bastards. Yes, I don't mind right, the idea of rats. I mean, it's not pleasant. Yeah. But for some reason, I prefer them to mice because... Yeah. Rats just don't piss or shit every ten seconds. Yeah, that was the problem, that everything was covered in mouse wee. Yeah. You know, I've had pet mice, they're quite cute really, they're quite nice, but they did piss and shit everywhere. I would only ever have pet mice if I also had a pet snake. That would be the only point in in having rodents, is if you were breeding them solely to be a feed to something else. Would they technically then be pets? Would they not just be a food item that you happen to be growing? I I don't know, in my head, if it's it's an animal and it's alive, it's a pet. You know, if if it's... Unless it's just like a fly or a spider. Yeah, it's pet, pet. But, you know, presumably they'd be in a cage, therefore in my head they're pets. Right. Okay. What have we got next? What's this one? Remington. Good I Lord. Never, I never watched Remington Steel. I, no, I don't think I ever watched it ever. What was it? That was no detective was it? Presumably, given the theme. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing so. It sounds it sounds fairly stirring. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's Pierce Brosnan. He must have been very heroic. Yeah, him doing that was why he didn't get the gig when they gave it to uh, Tim Dalton. So, good fucking do, I say. Aww. Uh, is, any, is anybody else? But there's only us two doing this. Yeah, but do you look back on uh, on the uh, Pierce Brosnan Bond films now and think they were a bit shit? <sighs> they they were of their time, I think. Yeah, sort of late seventies. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I think Bond films in Pierce Brosnan's time, unfortunately were being out-bonded by other other films. So, for me, looking back at Bond films, they were the huge spectacle. They were the, the films where a car did a 360-degree flip or there were flying cars or there were, there were some massive shit-hot f- stunt that you'd go, wow, that, that can only be a Bond film. Mm. And yet, when Piers Brosnan brought it, brought it back, you had films like triple x that was so stunt heavy <laughs> that actually bond was from what i can remember was a bit dull in, it, it certainly a, wasn't plot heavy no it wasn't it needed plot something heavy, but, but do you know what i mean it, it the spectacle of a bond film had gone well i have and i think with, that with, with the, the very first one yeah. the first major supposed stunt if you disregard the bungee jump yeah was Purely CGI. Yeah. Isn't There's not a guy in that plane going down and, and stopping it from crashing. So. Yeah. And that was, that was a major disappointment at the time. That's what people were saying. Uh, but on on yeah. your uh, <laughs> Usenet message boards. But you see, for me, that was that was the whole thing about Bond films. That's As a kid, that's what people talked about Bond films for, was the stunts and stuff. So uh. I think by bringing Daniel Craig back, you've got a more cerebral Bond rather than stunty Bond. You've got more more plot rather than 
plot and character-driven mm. Bond rather than stunts. Much as, you know, ripping the back of a train with a with a bulldozer is pretty cool. Yeah. I think Martin's turned into a nodding dog. So he's not, he's not meant to be here. Oh. Him and Andy have disappeared. He is looking remarkably like Churchill, though. <laughs> I mean, Churchill the nodding dog, not Winston. Yeah, that was a... I've just had a weird flashback to last night and watching Roger Moore <laughs> doing an impersonation of Churchill the Nodding Dog All right, okay, as, as right, a host cool. of uh, Have I Got News For You. Right. So that was, that was a nice little loop that we had there. How weird. Now, here's, here's a one from a, a series that had so, so much potential. <laughs> I'm assuming this is what I think it is. Sherlock. Is it? Oh, yeah. I'm getting it mixed up with... Um, yeah, the old uh, remake of Randall and Hopkirk again. Because <laughs> they are just fucking similar. They're a little bit similar. A little <coughs> bit. Uh, is that all we got of that? Yeah, it's a short one. Oh, you tight-ass monkey, Martin. I thought you'd have got on the net and paid for some longer version of that. I know you like your soundtracks. Uh, I always get that with Martin. I, Martin sees things in films and TV that I just don't. Yeah. And And he starts talking about, like, you know... The soundtracks to things, yeah, and buys separate soundtracks to listen to, and this is to, to like movies or television programs that I've watched and not noticed any music all the way through, because it's just not part of why I watch films. Yeah, I suppose it it is very personal. Is whether or not you you're so absorbed into the story that the 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 music is is merely subconsciously helping the mood. Or whether or not you're specifically looking at shots and composition and music. Mm. But it's like they, I read Doctor Who magazine and, and they review DVDs that were done in the 80s. And one of the things they mention is like the isolated soundtrack. I'm like, what? Wow. If you were watching Doctor Who in the 70s and 80s and just gave any of a shit about the soundtrack. I wouldn't have thought You really so. weren't watching it for the right no. reasons. No. No. Surely you were watching it for the scarf and for K9. That's the only reason I watched it for. I didn't like K9. Fucking loved K9, me. But maybe that's because I wasn't allowed a dog as a kid. I never wanted a dog as a kid. I love dogs now. I didn't used to like dogs. Now I think they're grey. I think anyone who doesn't have a dog is a moron. Yeah. And that includes me. I always wanted a dog as a kid. I wasn't allowed any because I were a bit allergic. And I'm still a bit allergic, but I thought, fuck it, I want a dog. So I just text Tyrosine all the time. Yay! Then I get Popkin. Yeah. In what you reckon is your favourite animal, you project an image of yourself onto that animal, which is why you like it. Yeah. So in my past, when I was slightly up myself, I used to like cats, and I used to say, why do you like cats? And I'd always say things like, well, intelligent yeah. and smart and, and, you know... Yeah, indifferent. Quiet and sort of aloof. Uh, yeah, they're not and quiet. Now, and now, you know, I just like dogs because they're lovable. Yeah, cats are just rude, rude, noisy, and uh, and and rude. Really. <laughs> yeah, my cat is anyway. <laughs> Big up the rudeness. Yeah, I don't I don't like people who think cats are evil though, because I still don't mind cats. I must admit, I did used to think cats were a bit evil, but having had one, he he's not evil. Although he did he did protect his turf the other day. We opened the front door. And a fluffy little cat walked past, and I held Dill back, and Mal went straight out, 
and forward this cat all the way down the street going, meow, meow. Fuck off, Go it. I've got you. I can see you. I'm fucking watching you all the way down the street. Because <laughs> he's a little bastard. Yeah, see this house? Fucking mine. Yeah. I own this. Yeah, this one. That one next door, that one's mine as well. I don't live there, but that's not the point. It's oh, fucking mine. Fucking street. Piss <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But, but of the two pets, it's the cat that steals food. <laughs> which is hard to believe, given what a what a, a chow hound still can be. <laughs> but yeah, the, the cat steals soup, steals melon, steals anything. Thief. This is some crazy ass shit. Cats eat melon. Mine did. Uh, cats shouldn't have fruit. Cats are obligate carnivores. <laughs> Mal would quite happily just live on butter. <laughs> a pack of butter. So would Andy. <laughs> That's true, actually. He'd, if he, ha- he'd if have he to had, fight the cat for it. If he had, like, a big bucket of cocoa that he could just dip the butter in. No, I think it'd be chocolate milkshake with Andy. Right. Oh, that wouldn't adhere to the no, butter. No, no. Chocolate mi- Well, it might, because if your butter were cold enough, you'd dunk it and it'd sort of freeze like ice magic over the top of your cold butter that you could just like chip off your teeth but it'd have to be Nesquik made with strange UHT skimmed milk can you still get ice magic you can isn't that brilliant ice magic falls into that category of things that was on telly being advertised long enough ago and was so aimed at kids that it was the kind of thing I could only ever get by talking my grandparents into buying yeah because it's something parents wouldn't buy yeah but I always wanted the, the, the minty one and I nagged and nagged and about three months later my mum turned up home from Jack Fulton's northern people Jack Fulton's with some caramel flavoured ice magic on special offer and it was fucking rank but that wasn't the point I put it on every ice cream I ever ate <laughs> because I nagged for ice magic yeah I mean just the novelty of having something yeah. that you could, it was liquid, you put it on or something cold, <laughs> and, it's like, and it went hard. Yeah, and then you smashed it off. And then tried to eat it. Yeah, and then you tried to put some more on. Ah. Yeah. The magic of Jack Fulton's. I got... Yeah. I wanted to uh, make a paella a couple of weeks back, because I'd never made one. And I thought, ah, what the hell, I'll give it a go. So, And it, this was inspired solely because I'd seen in Jack Fulton's, for a quid, <laughs> a sort of big pack of miscellaneous seafloor sweepings. <laughs> Bits of anemone and starfish. <laughs> if you try to match up the ingredient or the purported ingredients on the back of this pack <laughs> to what you were visibly looking at, yeah. there were at least two species or two yeah. genus of sea, <laughs> sea creature yeah. that weren't mentioned on yeah. the ingredients. Some rocks. <laughs> Maybe a small, unexploded World War Two device. Sea cucumber. Yeah. Some coral. <laughs> It was a crunchy paella, it has to be said. I wonder what coral's like before it hardens up. I wonder if people eat coral. I, I, I think some fish do. Do they not just eat the sort of dead bits? Well, you've got two bits to a coral. Yeah, you've got living bit and you've got like the, yeah. the, the skeleton-y bit that sort of hards and stuff. I wonder if, if you ate the, the soft bit, <laughs> if there'd be much eating on a coral. No. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No, either. your polyps aren't that big. But, but they're, they're, they're a little symbiont of corals. All right. Yeah, they've got a, uh, a planty photosynthesizing aspect to them. Ooh. That's why. That's why they have to be in sort of shallow water. Ooh. There you wow. go. Fucking learn We've something learned now. Something. Excellent. Wow. What's this one? 
This isn't, this isn't a It's a bit of a Viennese waltz, though. I'm feeling all romantic. Wow. <laughs> My, we're getting tenuous now. Are we nearly at the end? We can wrap up. <sighs> right. Well, there we go. As we, as we listen to the nice, lovely music and, yeah. and dream ahead to watching Strictly, Strictly tonight. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who's doing a waltz. Hey. Oh, we're looking forward to Lewis's Paso Doble. Oh, you're just looking forward to Lewis, aren't you? Yeah, we are, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. He can get his legs very far apart. Yeah, we've seen. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to little Danny Harmer. She's very good. Little fuckable munchkin. Oh. Love, 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 love. Is that because she looks like a child? She is a bit dirty, Tom. Can I take the fifth? Yeah, okay then. Yeah, that might be a good point to finish. So from myself, from lovely Miss Goddard, after that. And if you like to just the two of us talking without being interrupted by yeah. any oafish do, do interjections, then, you know, say so. We could do it again. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. Yay. Yeah. Woo. Yay. Woo. Anyway, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.